This is a podcast review from Mrs. Sentimental, and she writes, I absolutely love the four-part dynamics of this podcast. The teaching type ones are great. I've learned so much from Elisa about health and fitness. The guest speakers are always fun to be introduced to. Revving the word almost always bring tears, good, healthy, ugly, yuck tears. Be stills are perfect for a shower away from the busyness of little kid mom life. I can't recommend enough to everyone I talk to these days. Mrs. Sentimental, thank you so much for leaving a review. We are going to be sending you a love greater than fear package. Would you just email info at revelationwellness.org? Let them know we read your review on the air and we will get that care package out to you. Listen, everyone, would you do me a favor? Well, I know Thanksgiving week is behind us, but we are in the holiday season of giving and receiving. I would be so blessed. My team would be so, so blessed. If you would take a moment now to leave a review, I know, I know you hear it all the time, but if you've never done one, it really does. Uh, it, it pumps up the the ratings of the podcast so that other people can find it. iTunes will not care about it unless you care about it. So every time you leave a review, it does that. And someone will receive a Love Greater Than Fear package if I read your review on air. So here's what you do. All you gotta do is kinda go back into your podcast app and under the magnifying glass, hit the little search magnifying image and then type in Revelation Wellness. Hit the icon of the show as it pops up. And then when you get to that page, scroll all the way down past all the episodes that you have and it'll say, write a review. It's really simple. All you do, leave any review that feels true to you. Um, I pray you, you do it just as, as something to give back to me and my team. It would be such a blessing because I can't give you all the love greater than fear package, but Jesus knows. <laughs> and this is how we spread good news. This is how we take back the airwaves, everyone. So join us in that. Okay, today we have a very near and dear podcast episode of Revving the Word. This one came in real time from the Lord, interrupted the usual scheduled programming that I had. And you know when those happen, it is a timely word. All word is good, but this one was burning in my bones. So friends, with no further ado, let's move our bodies and do the work. Talk to you soon. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Okay. We're going to work today, you guys. Here's the title of this, this message. Do the work. <laughs> Another title that I love, do your work. Do the work. Do the thing that only you can do. Do the work. So here's what has spurred on this deep dive into scripture. I've just got in last night and I couldn't get out. I had a conversation with a a fellow Revelation Wellness instructor. And these instructors are amazing. They, you know, God calls you by name, not because of what you can do for him, simply because you're his, period. He wants to be with you. He wants you to be with him. But here's the thing about God. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't leave it at that. In the beginning, we were told, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful means 
Be exactly who you are. Be good. I created you good. Be that. Not because nothing makes you good. You are good because I called you good, because I blessed you good. You're good because you are a reflection of me and I am good. So who we are has very little, uh, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't need to be doing something to be good, okay? But then here's the trick, not the trick. Here's the thing. God calls us to be with him because of who we are, his, but then he gives us the purpose. Do that, do this, multiply this, take this idea, do that, take this message, write the book, whatever it is. And here's the thing, a friend of mine, we were talking and she's like, how do I know where the warfare is? How do I know that if it's just me or, you know, how do I know where the war is? As she's trying to accomplish a dream and a goal. Like is the, is the war with someone not getting the concept? Is the war with um, publishers? Is the war, right? Where's the war? And I've told you guys, the war happens in your mind for the affections of your heart, but it will come against the work. The war is against the work. The minute you start thinking you could do the thing, make the change, then war is on. The war will always come for the work. You gotta do the work. You gotta do the work. And this is where I can't, I would, if I could do it for you, I would do it. On a scale of one to 10, everyone, start moving towards a seven. We get the rest of this song to get your heart rate up, where you're feeling your breath, you're engaging your muscles, you're not anxious about anything. You're getting inspired, informed and inspired by the Holy Spirit. So God, come, come. Light us on fire. Not because of what we can do for you, but because of who we are. And when we know who we are, you call us to the work. You give us a purpose, identity and purpose, God. We invite you a radical life change today, God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so second or Philippians 2:12, Paul says, "Therefore, my beloved, as you all, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you." both to will and to work for his good pleasure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Work out 
your own salvation. Work out your own call. Work, do the work. Y'all, we can spend so many time, so much time thinking that the enemy is in our way, but he's not gonna get in your way unless you're doing the work. Make the change. Do the thing. Stop the behavior. Ask the question, Holy Spirit, why do I do this? Once again, I'm doing what I don't want to do. Holy Spirit, tell me why. That's your work. Here's what I would say. Work the hell out of it. There are lies, insecurities, threats that have come against you. Not because of what you can do, but because of who you are. Because those who know who they are <laughs> wake up every day to do the thing. Jesus knew who he was. So he came to do the Father's will. The war is against the work. And I'm tired today. I'm just like fed up today for all of us. So we've made the war, but well, maybe the war is over there. Maybe it's with them because they don't understand me. Maybe if this happened then. Have you done the work? Do the work. So uh, before we got going today, I Googled what makes change? What is it that gets people to change? Do the work, right? Because work means it's not comfortable. Come on. If it's not, if it's comfortable, that's vacation. Y'all, enjoy your Sabbaths. Sabbath hard, rest hard, so you rise to work. Here we go. When I say go, you're gonna do a 30 second Work, 30 second rest. Holy Spirit, come. I want you to break up with paralysis by analysis, with the overthinking, with the accusing thoughts, with the lie that it won't be good enough. Name of Jesus, are you ready? Come on, because you are fruitful, because you are his, you've been given everything. Set, go, 30 seconds, go. Come on, push towards the eight, push towards the nine. Have fun, do the work, do the work. Come on, for some of you later today, the work is gonna be to say no to the temptation to quit, recover. Everyone repeat after me. You're gonna clap your hand and you're gonna say this. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. 
We don't make excuses. We don't say, well, maybe this, maybe that. Do you know what to do? Then do it. The Bible says to know what is right to do and not do it is sin. 30 seconds, go, increase, throw off the sin. Say this, I'm going to do the work. How about this? I do the work. I do the work. I cannot come down. God is building in me, and I am building with my hands for His glory and my joy. Recover. Listen to me. If your question is, how do you know if you're under attack? The enemy gets in the way of your obedience to the work. He is not going to get in your way if you're not doing the obedience to the work. He doesn't care enough about you. Go 30 seconds. He only cares about himself. And you not doing the work is you caring for yourself. And he's like, great, I'm in good company. Come on, 10 seconds. Breathless, four, three, two, recover. Easy, nice. Come on down towards a six. You can get a moment to breathe through your nose. You can walk, you can crawl. You're gonna do the work though. Come on, you get it, this is you. There's no way you can keep showing up here week after week and not be doing the work. It's not about the weight, it's not about the food, but yet it's there distracting you, trying to interrupt the work. Listen, move towards a seven now. Good locked in seven. One minute. So the enemy will not get in your way until you start the work. We see this all the time with our Revelation Wellness instructors. As soon as they sign up, First of all, let's back it up. Before they even sign up, tons of opposition because they're even doing the work of thinking about it. Because they keep being drawn back. They keep being obedient to the Holy Spirit that's pulling them towards this. So right there, boom, right there, he's in the way. He'll get in the way of the cost. He'll get in the way of the time. He'll get in the way with your effort. Accusing. He's the accuser of the brethren to get you from doing the work. Listen to me. Some of you need to sit your butt down and write. Some of you need to sit your butt down and menu plan. Some of you 
need to freeze your credit card in a block of ice or throw it away. Do the work. Go towards an eight. I'm pretty sure our next t-shirt's coming. It's just gonna say, do your work. Do your work. Don't do someone else's, do your work. Who's in? Be an eight. But listen, if you're gonna wear that shirt, that means you do the work. You do your work, work out your salvation. You're an eight, hold on to an eight. How do you know if you're an eight? You cannot close your mouth to breathe. Hold on to an eight. Now here's the thing. This song doesn't seem to support the eight, but it does. Trust me. Because your greatest work is to be his and to know and enjoy God. But it doesn't end there. That is your groundwork. Your greatest work is to be his, to know and enjoy God. Here's the thing about enjoying God. It's not content to flit on the surface. Joy produces something. <laughs> Talk about produce. Produce, it's good. More that. Enjoy your God. Produce starts coming out. Some of you need to see this. Some of you need to see your body right now. Budding produce, fruit, vegetables, goodness. Come on, come against the lie that you are garbage or trash or something to shame. Lift your head. Stay in eight. You could easily slide back into comfort, but you're not. You're in the flow. Be in the flow. But where you're working it out, and the Holy Spirit is grabbing you firmly by the hand and saying, let's go, run with me. Do what only you can do. God does the rest. He will light you on fire with a vision. And you will know it's His when it seems way too big. Do the work. Work for you are God's workmanship created for this purpose of good works. That long before He laid the foundations of the world, He had you in mind. Love, and then He put some muscle on it. Pay attention to what your body's saying. Be an eight. salvation, your salvation, not your husband's, not your kids, not your friends, not your neighbors, not your enemies. Work out your own. 
with fear and trembling that you know to not do what is right is sin. God, make us right. King of kings, come crashing in. Eradicate from us, strip from us what is not right. Stinking thinking. Paralysis by analysis. Audience of one. That's who we do it for. You do it for the audience of one. By the way, that'll stop some of you from doing the work. You're so worried about what the critics are going to say. Who cares? <laughs> Throw it off. That is sin that entangles you. Work out your own salvation. Do the work. this phrase, work out, when Paul says, work out, you know I've looked up that phrase, because we don't see any stories in the Bible of people doing burpees. <laughs> we do hear stories about food, which is awesome, which just tells you we're prone to laws and rules, and we need guardrails, because everything's permissible, but not everything's beneficial. Food is just this primal space of desire. You're hungry. That's why Jesus says, I'm the bread of life. You're thirsty. Drink from me. You'll never be thirsty again. But work out means, and before I say this, trigger warning. All the recovering strivers, trigger warning. I'm gonna get to you in a second. I think I'm starting this workout today with those who are in lethargy, lazy. I love you. I don't call you lazy. I call that spirit lazy. I call that spirit one of slumbering. Arise and awaken to this working out your salvation with fear and trembling. The word workout in the Greek means to perform, accomplish, achieve. And this is the big one, four words. I love this, ready? Bring about a result. Ha, right? Come on, show something evidence that you know this God and that you enjoy this God and that this God knows you and enjoys you. Bring about a result. Strive for that. But remember, it comes from knowing. You're his, done deal, signed, sealed, delivered. You are good and all the goodness of God has been pushed into you because it's on your lips and you desire it means it's already in his heart and on his mind 
he desired you to bring about a result. Do the work. One minute, go to a nine. Go, go. Give me your best sustainable effort for one minute. Accomplish, achieve, come on. Now with this striving comes patience, the pace of grace. But grace is not permission to take a pass. It gets you off the bench, says let's go. Let's surprise ourselves. Five, four, three, recover. You're gonna do that again for one minute. So I need you to recover. 20 seconds. You can be just walking, clapping, tapping. Strive to enter the narrow door. Broad is the road to destruction. It's the comfortable one. Squeeze through. Get set. Go. One minute, go. Be a nine, be a nine. And listen, if you're just learning your nine-ness, it's okay if you're like, oh man, I did a 10. I got nothing left. <laughs> Notice, everyone, our brains have a seatbelt. They conserve energy. They always hold back 20%. But not when the Holy Spirit that leads you into all truth shows up. You want 90? You get 90% effort. 20 seconds more. Engage your core. Breathe, oxygenate. Recover. One minute. Oh. The war is for the work. And it occurs in your mind the affections of your heart because from your heart will flow the affections of your life it will bring about a result if your heart loves God the result will be you love people you find it outrageously hard to be offended by them <laughs> that's a work if you want more of that say more of that God Three, two, go. One minute to a nine again. Come on. It is not comfortable. 
Now, as I'm going to go quiet, you're going to be a nine. And I want you to invite the Holy Spirit to tell you what is the thing in your life you need to be a nine about. You can't sleep on it. seconds. Do the work. The enemy comes. The obstacle and the opposition comes the second you get in line with the work and the will of God for your life. Recover. All right. Now, just in case anyone's getting triggered, to strive to perform in a way that is not godly. Hebrews 4.11 says, let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. The Hebrew author is recalling the Israelites who failed to enter God's rest. So even though they were out of Egypt, there was still Egypt in them. The work didn't come from rest. Accelerate, go. Attend, have fun, blow the lid off. 20 seconds. Recover. Let us strive. Strive. You want to know what you need to strive to do? To be in step with the Holy Spirit. Galatians 5.16 tells us that we have to walk in step with the Spirit because the flesh is no help at all. The flesh just gives in to the desires. The whims of the flesh. Strive. Accelerate. Here's the thing. The Holy Spirit wants the will of God for you more than you want it. (laughs) It's too big for us. And that's why you need a helper. A helper. Three. Two. Recover. Proverbs 13.4 The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Sluggard or supplied? Which one are you falling into? Work from the overflow. Go. Accelerate. You know that I was made for this. I was made for this. You know that I was made for this. I was made for 30 this. seconds. You I don't care I what you do. Oh, yeah. I want you to punch, clap, stomp. We don't do that anymore. We don't do sluggard. We don't do insecurity. 
Come on, you are insecure. You are in security of God. He keeps watch over you. Your promises, the will of God. Three, two, recover. Come on, you made it. Well done. Hear me. Rest, real rest. Because see, what God awakens you, there's some of you who have not been awakened. And this is where the polarization of the church and the unhealthiness of the church happens. There are people that just show up, go through the motions, and they're totally asleep because their pain is too heavy to awaken to. So Jesus and the gospel becomes a Band-Aid, a numbing medication. And then we get the other side, <laughs> the Pauls, the Peters, that they are awakened. They are awakened to this love. And then they're quickly catapulted into, I got to do something, I got to say something. And do you understand? Both of those pass the midline of righteousness. God doesn't want you sleeping and being a sluggard, nor does he want you striving and performing for the adoration of the world to get your value there. Because that's what the elder brother was doing in the prodigal story, Luke 15. He didn't really love the father. He just wanted what the father could give him. And when he didn't get what he thought was coming to him, and it seemed unfairly distributed, all his unhealth rised up. Both parties are using the gospel. They've misappropriated it. They're not using it properly. Real rest comes against resistance while lethargy and laziness masquerade as rest. Real rest for the people who need it. It's gonna come with resistance. You can't trust God to provide for you. That you can't trust God to help you with your hunger. That you can't trust God. Rest, real rest will always come against resistance. You'll think, I gotta clean up. I got this Martha in me. Yeah, I know Jesus is here, but let me get things ready. No, he's here. Rest. And lethargy and laziness, the sluggardness, it's just masquerading as rest. Listen, if your rest doesn't require the submission of your flesh, you're not resting, you're sleeping. If your work doesn't require the submission of your flesh, you're not working. You're striving for worldly gain. You're striving to earn someone's approval. You don't do that anymore. <laughs> you don't do that anymore. Do you understand this is all a shedding away? You can't rely on me to tell you when to rest and work in your life. I get the, the honor of inviting you into these, these 30, 45 minute sessions where we practice this rest and work. 
resting in our identity, working in our call. Resting in our identity. Everyone open your left palm up. I rest in my identity. Say that. Left palm open. I rest in my identity. I'm a child of God. I'm good workmanship. Then open your right hand. I rest in your identity and you work the purpose of God out in your life. Open your right hand. I work for the purposes of God. I bring about a result. Left hand open. I rest in who I am. Right hand open. I bring about a result. I don't sleep, I don't slumber, I'm not a sluggard who craves and gets nothing. I have the soul of a diligent one who is richly supplied. Man, I have so much to say on this. <laughs> this feels like a timely word. Because I think some of us in the time we're in, we are falling asleep again. We're, t- we're tired just feel tired and here's what we need to do today we need to get back what's been stolen that we are fruit that we are good that we are his workmanship and from there we have been called to bring about a result well, friends i'm inviting you there's some of you what is it i need you to respond to this podcast if you've listened to this podcast Go over to either our social media channel channels or leave a review or something that you know it is time to do the work. It is time to bring about a result. And I got more to teach on this. I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do a follow-up teaching, so stay tuned. We need to understand some of the reasons why you get stuck. I'm constantly looking at what brings about change. And as I was researching today, one of the greatest things that brings about change time and time again is some type of life catastrophe. Why, oh why does it take a catastrophe for us to awaken? Let it not be so. You have probably already had one. I know for me, I've had mine. I've had my life catastrophe moment. I was ready to give it all up. Done. I can't go one more day with you, God. It's too painful. It's too hard. I feel all it did, that catastrophe, exposed all the things in me that needed healing. (laughs) So that's the good news of bad news. It's always good news. We can do this, friends. It's time. Some of you, the cravings, the food addictions, the obsession of body image, I know that's our camp, but I have to go bigger than that because it's not about that. You will just chase the vapor around because you might get food under your feet, but then it becomes something else. So we have got to get down to the root issue of the good work that we are, to know it, to receive that truth, not just read it, but receive it, and then do the thing. Sacrifice or obedience requires sacrifice. The enemy will come against your obedience. He does not care about your disobedience. He doesn't care about you. He only cares about himself. But the minute you start caring about God in obedience to do the work, you have an adversary. So don't be surprised. You come here, we rev the word, we be still, we breathe, we do all the things we know to do to get in our skin where the Holy Spirit lives and lives to intercede. Thank you, God, for this time. 
Some of you open your palms and receive. God, thank you that you have given us an identity that we rest in, that we are who you say we are. But in that right hand, God, on this other side, you desire to bring about a result. And if there is ever a time on the earth for results of your people to show evidence of your fruitfulness and your goodness, your faithfulness, it is now to a thousand generations. Graft them all in, God. The Gentiles, the haters, the insolent, everyone who calls us stupid, God, let us love them in greater return. Give us greater measure of mercy and grace and forgiveness for people. And that produces work and brings about a result. Thank you, God, that the way up is down. Now have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Come awaken me from my sleep.